Welcome to Why Not Me, the World podcast, hosted by Tony Mantor. Broadcasting from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Join us as our guests tell us their stories. Some will make you laugh, some will make you cry. Real life people who will inspire and show that you are not alone in this world. Hopefully, you gain more awareness, acceptance, and a better understanding for autism around the world. Hi, I'm Tony Mantor. Welcome to Why Not Me the World. Today's guest is Howard Priestley. He's music director of Phoenix Radio located in Northern England. Welcome, Howard. It's a pleasure. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, and I really appreciate you coming on today. If you would, tell our listeners a little bit about Phoenix Radio, where you're located, and what it is that you do there. Sure, yeah. Well, we're based in the north of England, so Halifax is midway between Leeds and Manchester, which are probably two more well-known cities. Although Halifax is quite a well-known small town, which has got a history of... uh, creating things on a worldwide scale, uh, historically. Um, we, or I run uh, Phoenix as a community radio station. Well, radio is a great thing to do. I understand that uh, that's not all you do. You have other things that you enjoy as well. My background's art, and it's also um, kind of teaching in um, uh, further education. And the work that I was doing mostly was with people with learning disabilities. And part of what I also did was uh, I was a qualified youth worker and I was determined to try and make the youth service more inclusive. Um, so part of my artwork is cartoons and things. So I tried to create things that were of interest to, to young people generally to try and put messages across about working together. And, and that's kind of continued with uh, the teaching that I did and and also part-time work I've done in the local SDN schools. And quite often it's meant working with people who are diagnosed as having autism. It's only when you know people and talk to people that you know how things can um, affect you, not just with having that one thing that you've been told you have. But it was only with talking to people with Parkinson's, how you, you feel how, or how you find out how depression sets in. They, they can't do the things that the body used to be able to do and things. And, and equally other thing, you know, like bipolar, you know, how again it affects people going forward. It, yeah, they may have an episode, but the episode doesn't leave them and they can feel how, yeah, how other people look at them. Now, I understand that the radio station that you work with is a local station and you get to use several people within the autistic community to work within the radio station. And I think that's just awesome that you have that uh, ability to do that. Now, one thing that you was telling me, which I think is very important for our listeners to hear, is you had a couple of guys that was kind of upset with each other, and they both were autistic, and you had to explain to them the differences and just the various things that that you would. And they said, or one of them said, well, he's autistic too, 
And because of that, he thought that just because he was autistic, that he should understand everything that he's going through because he's autistic, which just lends everybody to understand that just because someone's autistic or not autistic, we all go through the same thought process on certain issues that we might have that upset us. So how did you handle that particular situation? I, I left it really for him to take what I said away and to, to think about it, which is what I would do to anyone, really. You know, I mean, I think we were friends. And uh, as far as I know, they're still friends, but it was something that had happened uh, once had started a relationship. He'd got a, a new girlfriend and the other guy couldn't understand why he was kind of being sidelined, which again is what happens as you grow up, you know, these, these things. But he, he just could not understand why this was happening. And then he, he broke into tears. The, the guy who felt, he, did, he, he said he wasn't aware of what he'd done and he felt bad about. And that's why I explained that the other guy was autistic. And he said, well, so am I. And I said, yeah, but you're both different. I said, which we all are. I said, I have a brother. And if I was the same as my brother, it'd be boring. If we all had the same similarities. I said, we're all different, whether it's to do with autism or whether it isn't. So I try and treat them as you would with anyone. And that's how I've always kind of worked with people, you know. And, and I think the worst thing is to put a, people in a, in a category and then, and then I think that's an easy, lazy way of, of assuming that, oh, they're autistic, so they do that. Yeah, that's so right. And I, I commend you for handling it that way because we as people are different and that's the beauty of it. We have different likes, we have different dislikes, we have we have things that we do that just uh, other people wouldn't understand, but people in our group would. Uh, I, I can remember uh, someone was saying, because I was saying that I was having a good laugh with one of the guys. Uh, she said, oh, you're lucky to get that. I said, what do you mean? Well, somebody with autism having a joke and laugh. But they do. I, I, I work with, you know, I mean, we, we, we just wind each other up as as, they, as I would with anyone. And, and they make jokes about things. And and it's, you know, some sometimes it may not be something that you find funny, but they do. But the fact that if you do, yeah, I, th I think we, we live in, sorry, well, I, mean, I think it's a human thing. I think we've always had this where it's, it's easier to be lazy and not meet people. It's easier to actually make things up about them because they they fit in the bracket that you want them to fit in. And it's not necessarily one that they are in, but we make it. You know, it's Chinese whispers. It's easy to make something up rather than look at the truth. And to look at the truth, you have to meet people and talk to people and understand people. And that's that's the way I've actually tried to to be through the radio because the radio is about communication. And it's about communities communicating. And it's people who make up a community who may not necessarily have an opportunity. And I like to feel that where we can, we will give people that opportunity. And I think it caused problems at first because people were used to a certain voice on, on the radio. As you will, you will have in the States, you know, there, there are radio jocks. You know, there are people who, you know, hi, this is. And I don't want that. I want people to talk like we do around here. I'm not saying about people who come and live here with different accents, but equally, there are people who live here who wouldn't get that chance. And at first, people would say, what's this? What are you playing? Who's that? Whereas now, we get very few people uh, condemning, criticizing. I think people now 
understand where we are, what we do, what we stand for. That means so much more. And that's the beauty of of radio. You brought up a good, uh, you know, adjective in in accepting and radio being about communication. You know, and that's really truly what what radio is. It's about people behind that mic doing what they do, whether it's bringing music, whether it's bringing talk radio, no matter what the format may be, is putting it across so that the listeners can can understand and and enjoy it. And the more the radio station replicates its own community, then all of a sudden they're listening to their own people. Then they find they're more accepting about it. And then they might even just understand a little bit better because because you, you're letting autistic people be behind that mic and talk and, and tell their stories and do what they do. And that just helps, you know, unite the community, I think. Yes, definitely, definitely. And, and I mean, I think I have to say there are certain... Uh, young people who come who are autistic who will not go behind the radio because that's not what they want to do. But they will come and be part of our small community, you know, whether it's, uh, again, because they do artwork. So some may come and want to do some drawings. Some may want to just have a conversation, you know, and, and, and that's to me enough, you know, because again, um, we're, we're working together rather than keeping apart and being separate, you know. So I, th- I think, yeah, I mean, that's always been a policy that I've tried to uh, encourage with people. I think that's just really awesome because at radio, and especially being a community radio station, you have people that donate their time and come in. I think that gives an opportunity for people to, like you said, communicate and get to know each other. And I think that uh, breaks down a lot of barriers as well. And interestingly, there are volunteers who themselves would not have actually met people with autism had they not been part of what we do. And they've become friends. Yeah, they've gone gigs and things, you know. To, yeah, so it's not just, yeah, coming down to Phoenix, spending a couple of hours going home and forgetting it. They're actually becoming friends and, and taking them to, you know, like I say, see groups and stuff. But it's all about making sure that it's... Is safe and secure. So, um, you know, we will talk to parents and, and they will, you know, then say yes or no, or we need to be there or explain some of the issues that may occur. You know, um, it could be that being in an environment in a, a concert, you know, the, one particular guy, he has to sit close to where the emergency doors are in case he has an anxiety attack. These are all things that are, are kind of, talk to people who want to offer that support so that they're not put in a tricky situation either and and they give that what I always call an invisible safety net to a person because it can be the friend but equally you know for that moment you are also caring for that person if they need that you know so so these are all things that actually grow from being part of a community radio station you know and the great thing about that is you've got people interacting with other people that they normally wouldn't be seeing, and that's going to not only help you at the radio station, but when they leave, they get a chance to tell their friends, their family, you know, what they did at the station and who they interacted with. Once that starts spreading around not only their friends and family, but around the community, that teaches people and it breaks down these barriers and gives a better understanding of what's going on and it's a win-win for everyone yeah and i think it's a different kind of skill set 
which can be shared. You know, we there are things that fascinate me, um, and, and you know, I, I think there are things where you can get tripped up, uh, and I, I understand that because there there are times. But again, it's not because it's a general trait, but um, there are times when I've said, "Oh, let's do this instead. Let's let's try this instead." I don't know what you mean. I don't know what. You, and so. Well, what I'm thinking it, and then I'll try and explain. But then, if I can see that they're struggling with a new idea, I'll say, "Well, let's let's just carry on as normal." But what I will try and do is, I might introduce that new idea by me doing it, and them observing me doing it, and then they have a choice whether to try that in the next week or two. And quite sometimes they will, but sometimes they'll want to say whether what, what they're doing. But then we do. Well, we're creatures of habit. We are, exactly. So there's quite often times where we don't want to change a thing because we're happy with what we're doing. You know, that doesn't make us autistic. No, no. I, changing it slightly, I watched a YouTube um, interview with someone the other day, and it wasn't about autism, but it was about ADHD. But it was linking it to jazz. And the, the lady who was talking about it was a, I think she's a musician and a journalist in jazz, but she was explaining how once you got into jazz, the actual the concepts, the the perhaps the the confrontations within the music, the the way that sometimes there's so many things going on, and it, it almost gave her that release because I think she said that ADHD is for is caused by the the slow release of dopamine. Is it in the brain? I think. If that's what you're saying. And, and the, listening, listening to jazz and all these kind of jazz grades, because of the intricacy and because of the, the way that the music was put together, actually gave her that rush. And I thought, I thought that was quite interesting. You look at David Byrne, who was recently uh, diagnosed as being autistic. You think, would he have created the music with Talking Heads had he not been diagnosed with autism, but it was doing it before it was diagnosed. So that was, that was how his, how his mind functioned to create a completely unique type of music, you know? So, so there are so many positives, you know, to, to, to look at rather than, well, like I say, bracket things. Yeah, absolutely. And plus you just brought up music. Music is one of those things in the world that can bring great feelings, can bring uh, feelings that uh, you remember that weren't so good. It can put you in a place that you want to be, where you, you have your comfort zone. Music is is uh, worldwide, and, and it breaks down all barriers and all languages. I think that's just um, another thing that it shows. Just because someone is labeled something, it does not mean that they can't contribute and can't create great stuff. You can just look at uh, so many people around the world that has done it, and you've just brought up one. So, yeah, I think great point to bring up. Well, I was brought up listening to uh, Funkadelic Parliament, George Clinton's music, and nobody in my friendship circle ever knew what I was listening to. We couldn't get any of it. And, you know, when I went to art college, I had just gone on with I had a friend who suddenly, 
discovered it and couldn't believe what he was listening to. But it was like something nobody had really heard. And and still to the same degree, you know, a lot of people, I mean, George Clinton made a joke on one of his albums. Like, it's like, which one's George Clinton? Because nobody had heard of him. Nobody knew what he was doing. And yet he was genius. Now, I know a lot of it was probably drug induced, but because I liked it and because I was drawing kind of comic books, which were considered a bit weird, everybody thought I was on drugs, which I wasn't. It was just, I loved something totally different. And I think you could actually almost change the spelling around and make it artistic rather than autistic because though there are, I mean, I know it's probably been said before, but I didn't sort of throw that one in there, but, but, but it's true, you know, um, and as I just said, you know, we've just said David, but yeah, a lot of these things, people go, wow, that's amazing. You know, talking edge. Oh yeah. Great. Now, if, if somebody was to say, say, you know, he's autistic, would they go, oh, I don't think I'll bother listening to it. Now they wouldn't. They would accept it. They would accept it because they like what they're hearing. They like what he's like on stage. You know, they, 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 they recognize a unique individual and, and that's what it is unique and individual. That's two words that we should think about, you know. Absolutely. Individuals can just do so many things that others think that they can't do. And the bottom line, when we're listening to music that they're creating, and it doesn't matter who's making it, what they're doing, it only matters that it's just good. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you brought up unique is another thing that I think comes under the term understanding, because those that aren't in the autistic world need to understand that just like people that aren't autistic individuals, we, we're unique to ourselves, that the autistic community is just the same and they're able to contribute and really elevate and do a lot of great things. Yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, I, I've, I'm, I might be going off on another tangent now, but, uh, but it's interesting when we're, you know, I mean, we're using David Byrne as a musical inspiration and other people have kind of tapped in to uh, to that, Tom Jones burning down the house. I think Bootsy Collins even played something. I mean, even it's what some of the musicians with Funkadelic went and joined Talking Heads for a while. Bernie Worrell, particularly, was keyboard genius. Um, so they're tapping into somebody's, you know, mind and the things that they do without considering um, the autism. They've seen somebody who is. It was a musical inspiration and they want to be part of. Yeah, and that's uh, just something that just goes way beyond just music. You stop and think about people that uh, no matter what they do, they figure things out and they find ways to help out and they just become a leader in a sense. So it's a part of, of just expanding their mind and showing others that they, they're capable of it and just anything can happen from there. No, well, I mean, I, I, it might sound like a strange example, but uh, one of the guys that I've been talking about who comes to us was autistic. He comes every Friday. And because I, I run the station and I, I had to take over somebody's show on a Friday temporarily, which was about nine months ago, so I'm still doing it temporarily. We had a new presenter that came in, but she travels from Leeds. Now, I know... Maybe in, in your terms, it's not a long way, but it's, she travels 15 miles and it was to do an hour's show. And I was having to put on a pre-record show because somebody else let me down. So from 10 o'clock, it was a one hour pre-record. I did two hours and then 
this this young lady did this extra hour. Then went but cool, and it was the, the artistic uh, presenter who said to me, "Why don't you move your show an hour earlier? Take uh, the pre-recorded show out, and then she can have a two-hour show." And I've not really even considered that as a possibility because the pre-record didn't have to be there. You know, it already went before, and I went. Oh, it's a good idea, actually. So, so I sat an hour early, but it allows her, because she travels and then goes home straight away, it made more sense that she does a two-hour show because it's more used for her. But it came from him advising me on it, and I went, never thought about that. You know, so, so like you say, it's, you know, so, I mean, I didn't hear the last of it for about a month ago. Do you remember when I told you that? Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I remember, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's just simple things that, I hadn't thought of, you know, so, so we, we, like I say, I, li- I like to work together with, with people. And then sometimes it's not just, they don't just come in to do a show and then that's it. He supports other people. We have a, a guy who comes in who has a physical disability and he comes in a wheelchair and the guy who's autistic supports him, advises him, gives him help on how to do his show and everything. You know, so like I say, it's, it's things that I couldn't do without those people helping me, you know, and, and they appreciate uh, being part of what we do, you know, so so it's it's good. It's you know, all around. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. And it just proves another point that just because you're autistic doesn't mean they go into their shell and just just be by themselves. They help others. They're they're giving. They just they're they're people that you can that you can look up to because they're contributing to the world. As far as I'm concerned, the people who I work with, there's elements of what we probably consider human traits which can be not very nice human traits. And none of that shows. You know, they, 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 they're there to do a job, they're there to enjoy being there. And that's the be all and end all. You know, there's, there's no kind of conniving, no kind of disrespect, you know. And, and I think those are things that, yeah, I, I, I can learn from. I think that when you look around the world and you see different things that go on, there's uh, people in certain areas and, and places that do outstanding things. And we don't look at labels. We just look at the outstanding things they do. And I think that uh, it wouldn't hurt us all to look at them and maybe say, you know, maybe I'm going to learn something from them today. Well, I've, I've always felt for, well, felt for a long, long time that autism is something which we all have, if you wanted to kind of put a, a, a category to it. I, I think there are certain things that we all do. And it's going back to what I was saying about the OCD, which I'm not. But and I sometimes I've thought, oh, it's my artistic training. But, you know, I walk into a room and if there's a, a picture on the wall that's slightly uh, tipped to one side, I'll do everything I can to straighten it up. If you go into a restaurant and you get your cutlery thrown on the table you know i'll move them around so yeah yeah fork to the left knife to the right spoon in front of them yeah and 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 i don't know whether that's just me wanting to be more orderly or is it just something which is built into us but some people because it's a it's a spectrum well maybe we're at the very lowest part of that spectrum but it is still something which we have in our genes you know but to some, some people, it's, it's, it's kind of more, you know, I, I don't know. It's just 
I'm not a doctor. I can't, I, I can't say I've done any research on it. But there are just times when I, I see people like myself who will move things around or shift things. Oh, that's not quite right. You know, you know that, that need to have something balanced. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all do things differently. We all have our issues. It's just kind of too bad that we have to put a label on things and we just can't accept them for what they are. But you said it earlier. If we were all the same in this world, it would be pretty darn boring. Oh yeah. 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 Oh no. I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that people think that I'm different. You know, with what I, with the drawings I do, with the stuff I talk about, I don't mean I have to be, yeah, categorized as anything. I'm just like saying, I'm just somebody who approaches life differently than the, the person next door or whatever, you know. And, and like I say, you don't, you don't want to be the same. I don't want to be the same, you know. Yeah, the biggest thing is that, is that we're a community. Whether it be a local community or worldwide community, that's what we are. The, uh, the commercial radio stations sometimes forget that they are still delivering product to the community. Absolutely. If, if I had an autistic child that was working at a radio station, I mean, I would just feel so good that they have the possibility of doing that and the options of doing that. Whereas if you go to a commercial radio station because they haven't got this or that, they're not going to let them even try. So um, there's a lot to be said for community, you know, because communities are the what, what support each other and what help each other. You know, just the fact that you're doing that and, and, you know, part of that autistic community helping people, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And it, and it is, it's about, I mean, with the parents, I've often said it's the personal development that, and the interaction that they need to, to work on, you know, and by coming to us, that's, that's helping them, you know. And that's a huge part of being a community radio station helping others and really showing people that they can elevate to do what they want to do, that nothing's impossible. Thank you. I mean, it's interesting that somebody from another community radio station did make a comment that, uh, oh, yeah, we, we, we have uh, people come in, but you put them on air. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, it's, it's something which I've never considered being a problem, but you, know, you, you actually, yeah, we, we, we have people come in on placements, but you put them on, you actually put them on air as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've had, we've had visually impaired students who have done broadcasting with us because they brought some, the, well, well, there were two students came in who didn't know each other, um, but I paired them up. So they went into the studio and one operated the equipment while the other one did the microphone work, you know, and... And, and it's, it's finding ways around things rather than saying, nope, not, not possible. Uh, I think that's just tremendous. If we all thought that we couldn't do something just because we have a roadblock that just happens to pop up, this would be a pretty pathetic world to live in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll be still wondering how we'll make a wheel. Yeah, you've got a point there. I think it's just really great that you find ways to make things happen rather than find ways not to make them happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks. Well, I want to thank you for coming on because uh, this has been great conversation, great stories. Uh, I love what you're doing at your radio station, and I'm sure that uh, the listeners are going to really appreciate, and hopefully they can uh, follow you and, and uh, find out more about what you're doing over there. So thanks for coming on. Excellent. Right. Right. Well, all the best. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, and you too. Okay. All the best, then.
Yes, thanks. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to our show today. We hope that you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. If you know anyone that would like to tell us their story, send them to TonyMantor.com, contact, then they can give us their information so one day they may be a guest on our show. One more thing we ask, tell everyone everywhere about Why Not Me, The World, the conversations we're having, and the inspiration our guests give to everyone everywhere that you are not alone in this world. Mm -hmm.